what ends up happening a lot of times is that you start to lose that extra benefit of the occlusion. And sometimes you end up pushing and straining again. So all of a sudden this puppy cheek or the straw becomes this tool that helps us find this really awesome feeling, but we almost have to rely on it. Hey everyone, welcome back to Seeing Simply, where through tips, tutorials, and interviews, we aim to simplify everything related to learning to sing. Now, for today, I'd like to share a little idea. If you've already been listening to this podcast and have followed me for a while, you might know that I'm a massive, massive fan of semi-occlusions. And for those who are new here and aren't as familiar with semi-occlusions, all this means is partially narrowing somewhere along the vocal track, whether it be kind of partially closing your lips or singing through a straw. And the reason why I love these semi-occlusions so much is that they've got many, many, many good reasons. They were really one of the reasons why I was able to finally connect my range and figure out how to sing higher. Now, if you're struggling to sing higher, I highly recommend you check out episode 20 before, just so you have a bit of idea um, before jumping into this episode. And in episode 20, I introduced using a straw and how to use that to get into your upper range. So um, once you've checked that out, um, just come back to this episode. Now, however, for today's episode, I'd like to dive a bit deeper because what happens when you open your mouth from a puffy cheek or when you pull away the straw what ends up happening a lot of times is that you start to lose that extra benefit of the occlusion. And sometimes you end up pushing and straining again. So all of a sudden this puppy cheek or the straw becomes this tool that helps us find this really awesome feeling, but we almost have to rely on it. So this brings me to the next question. How do we keep an occlusion or like a feeling of an occlusion even with our mouth open? So one thing you can do is obviously you can keep your lips a bit more round like an all because that's pretty much what the puffy cheek is doing, right? You're just kind of keeping your mouth a bit more closed and you're sealing it and creating this extra bit of pressure. However, this can get very tricky when we start singing different vowels. Like if, for example, what would you do when you sing like an R or like an E vowel? I don't know if you would round your lips like this. It might sound a tiny bit funny, right? Um, so maybe rounding your lips isn't the best strategy. Now for today, the strategy that I do want to suggest for all of you is encouraging the concept of a higher tongue. And what this means, right, is it involves having some part of your tongue closer to the roof of your mouth. And the reason we want to do this is to encourage a slight occlusion of the vocal tract because think of it like this. If your tongue is higher in the mouth, sound or air pressure that travels from our vocal folds has to come up and it meets this extra bit of resistance. You've literally got this big mass that's blocking off part of the exit. And what this does is it provides a similar occlusion effect to the straws or the puffy cheek. And the beauty of this compared to maybe singing on an all vowel is all of a sudden you have the freedom to make any vowel you want because your lips can do much more. So if you'd like to test this out, try this. I want you to drop your jaw to about one knuckles width. I, I love to use one knuckles and, and, and say gee, 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 gee. So I literally have my knuckle in, in my in between my top and bottom teeth. And now maybe try say some other vowels. Gee, gee, go, 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 go. Do you notice how the G naturally brings your tongue up? There's almost like the, the tongue kind of curves a bit and the middle or the bump rises up. Now see if you can hold on to the vowel, right? Gee, 
see if you can still make the vowel clear, but without letting the tongue drop too much or like laying flat down at the bottom of your mouth. Now, once you do this right, you, you want to now start maybe testing it out on a scale like this. Now, for me personally, I find kind of doing it like this, it really gives me this feeling of singing into this feeling of occlusion. And for me personally, it feels like this kind of ball of pressure that I'm singing against, uh, that I'm singing up against into. I hope this was helpful. And so, to kind of remind you all, there is some merit to keeping this tongue slightly higher. It provides you this kind of occlusion or feeling of an occlusion so that singing doesn't feel so hard sometimes, especially when you start singing up higher. And last but not least, you still have the freedom to make the vowels that you want. Hey everyone, if you're stuck with singing and would like some help, I'd love to work with you. At the moment, I'm doing trial lessons for first timers. To schedule a time with me, all you need to do, jump onto singingsimply.com slash book. So that's singingsimply.com slash book. I teach students all over the world on Skype or Zoom. Let's get you singing better.